The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. Good morning all, this is Ryan Tuberty with you. It is Tuesday morning, the 22nd of March 2022. Good to have your company today as always. It is a beautiful, beautiful spring morning in Dublin, Ireland. So if you're inclined to take a walk, do take a walk on the wild side. North side, south side, east side, west side, go walking. It's beautiful. Hopefully it's the same wherever you are on the island today. And what have we for you today? We have plenty to talk about. Uh, Still a little chesty at this end in case you're saying, what does he sound awful? Yeah, there's a chest infection doing the rounds and it's landed uh, bang centre uh, over here. And I noticed a number of people uh, saying the same thing, that it's doing the rounds. It's uh, it, And uh, so anyway, we just uh, keep ploughing on. Do you know what I was thinking as I was watching the news last night? And, and I say this against myself as much as to anything or anyone else is how easy it is to become accustomed to uh, horror. Does that make sense? So just watching the news, particularly Ukraine-wise, and seeing uh, tower block and mall after mall, shopping centre after shopping centre, just grey post-apocalyptic ruins, and thinking, yeah, I saw that yesterday. Um, That's just another day at the office for the Russians in Ukraine. And then I had to check myself and say, hang on a second, this is, that all these buildings were full and populated by gorgeous people going about their day-to-day only three, four weeks ago. And now we're just going, yeah, it's the news. It's it's a war. This is what happens. How quickly you become accustomed to horror. That's what I was thinking. And we, I have to be careful because you might find yourself thinking, well, that's ongoing. So so, th- so there it goes. And thankfully, watching the 6-1 news, I was given a land when I saw all these people arriving into Ireland from Ukraine Um you know, joining the population, taking advantage, and uh, and I say that in the most positive sense of Irish people's generosity, saying, "Great, we'll take a room, we'll take a a hotel that you're offering, whatever you." Because you know, there's just these awful stories. Um, Natalia Katzer has a six-year-old called Ilya, according to the Irish Examiner, and Neil Michael writing this story, and the little uh, Ilya is painting pictures of people. And in his pictures, you know, people that's a tree, there's a house, there's a bird. His pictures show people dying and making bomb shelters uh, from Minecraft. And this is all because of what the, the child has experienced. And the mother, Natalia, she's 36, and, her, and the little fella, Ilya, walked across the Polish border from Ukraine last Saturday at 1am, not knowing anybody. And suddenly they find themselves in Cork at the Kingsley Hotel on Monday among 30 refugees. One guy was saying on the news last night that because people are at the various borders, uh, they're saying, we don't know who to trust. You just say, well, we're the Irish Red Cross or we're UNICEF. And I say, yeah, well, how do we know that? You know, And they're worried because there's trafficking. As, as in, in, in these times, bad people do bad things to good people. And there's that horrible unknown in the middle of it all. So back to Natalia and Ilya, because it's no harm to zone in on one mother and child and it, 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 and, and just find out what happened to them. They were dropped off at the border by her husband. He had to go back to defend his home city. 
And that place has been uh, shelled. It's destroyed, airport destroyed by missiles in the first week of March. TV tower destroyed. She gets to the Kingsley Hotel in a coach. And that was organised as part of a volunteer venture called Safe Harbour for Ukraine. And set up by, among others, Limerick car dealer Rory Dennehy and Cronin's coaches in Cork and Quinn's coaches in Newry. And they set out to deliver aid to Ukraine and bring back refugees. Hats off to you all. And welcome to Natalia and welcome to Ilya. And to all the people who were coming off buses yesterday on the news, uh, dazed, confused, weary, upset, devastated and homesick for what was four weeks ago a beautiful place to be. So hopefully they find some class of uh, strength here and, um, and, and a welcome they deserve. I saw Aubrey McCarthy, who we've spoken to on this programme a few times and who I have great um, fondness for and admiration for, for the work he does in Tiglin. And he was there in Greystones. He, they had a they had a, a, a centre ready to go for, for people who were recovering from problems. It was a women's centre that was meant to happen. It will happen in due course. But they, as they used the word of the last two years, they pivoted and said, OK, no, we need to fix this immediately, get, the, get our friends from Ukraine in and give them somewhere to go. And and sure enough, that's what it's going to be. And I'm going to go and visit there, hopefully in the next week or two. I'll tell you how that goes. And you can see then once people, it seems to be the case that once Ukrainian people arrive into places like the Tiglin Centre or down in Cork or Limerick, then the community gather around and say, well, we need stuff now. Remember last, at the beginning, we said, we just need the money. And in, you know, on the Late Late Show, you, you helped raise over about three and a half million euro in, one, in an hour and a half. I think when it comes to the local centres and places like that, now that you see it practically, and suddenly you have a buggy you don't need or a washing machine that you, you simply don't need or stuff, food, that, that's where it will be helpful. Toys, these little kids going into schools for their first time, no English, totally displaced, uh, but getting a beautiful welcome from children and teachers alike. It's, 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 it's extraordinary. I'm going to give you a name of a man called Boris Romanchenko. I say, yeah, what's the point? Never heard of him. Of course, no one. I've never heard of him. Boris, Yurich, uh, Boris Romanchenko was born in a, a Ukrainian city called Sumy in 1926. And he was captured by Nazi troops in 1942 and deported to Dortmund in Germany. Tried to escape. He was caught. He was sent to the Buchenwald camp. You'll know that one. 56,000 prisoners died there. Nazi concentration camp. He was transferred then to two other camps where he was forced to make V2 rockets. And finally, he was transferred to Bergen-Belsen where at least 50,000 prisoners died, including Anne Frank. And he managed to survive. He survived four concentration camps in World War II and spent his latter years commemorating the suffering of the victims of the Nazis. And Boris Romanchenko, at the age of 96, was killed on Monday by Russian shelling in Kharkiv. I just thought that was a chilling uh, story. Um, that man survived all of those moments in history. Four concentration camps, 96 years old. He made it, living out his life, only to be killed by a 21st century version of Nazism attacking 
his hometown and home city. Now, the Russian uh, journalist um, who stormed the state television broadcast with that big sign, you remember, saying it's all lies, um, has been denounced by her boss. That was supportive. Uh, who's called her a spy who has betrayed her country. So that's a nice workplace atmosphere there. Funny thing I heard about Putin the other day. When Vladimir Putin got married, himself and his wife back in the day went on honeymoon. And do you know where they went on honeymoon? To Kiev, or Kiev. They went to Crimea. They went to Odessa. They went to Ukraine and had a beautiful time, as anyone would have done once upon a time. And now look at what's happened. You saw him looking like a the cat that got the cream at that um, gathering he had over the weekend, and the people were saying, "Yeah, you, you know, this is the this is the socialist world he wants to, to to live the communist world." I should say he wants to propagate in a way his his uh, his coat that he wore when he was addressing his fans at the stadium is worth ten thousand. Could it be possibly? No. Well, yes, £10,000 coat. Is that possible? I hope that's not fake news. His roll neck jumper was worth £2,400 sterling from Italian designer Kitan. He loves Brioni shoes from Salvatore Ferragamo or John Loeb. And his stylists, for he has them, they, they apparently they rip off the labels before he puts the clothes on so no one spots them, even though they're very obviously... And he's a luxury watch collection. But there's in particular, his watch that he loves to wear is a Torbograph, which has a hand-stitched crocodile leather strap and gold-plated arms, worth £300,000. But really, it's his Laura Piana tracksuit, which uh, would cost you £2,400 sterling. That that gives you an, an idea of how in touch Vladimir Putin is with people. Uh, now, Katsu, Kazuo Ishiguro, uh, this is a strange one. The author who wrote one of my all-time favourite books, Never Let Me Go, and also one of my favourite books, which was into, made into one of my favourite films, uh, which is Remains of the Day, uh, has been reported to be dead. But the truth of the matter is, it seems he is not dead. So while it was reported in the last hour online, and maybe I think Morning Ireland might have mentioned it, that he was dead, we, we kind of double-checked it upstairs and said, well, hang on, just, just you know, check. Sure enough, it seems that the news has come from a fake Twitter account purporting to be Faber Books. This has happened before. Margaret Atwood was uh, ruled out of contention for life, shall we say, um, by a fake account, and she's alive and well. So it would appear that Ishiguro is... Not only not dead, he's very much alive. Rumours of his death, as somebody once said, Mark Twain, have been greatly exaggerated. So, <laughs> Ishiguro is dead. Long live Ishiguro. Um, he's not dead at all. Isn't that ama- amazing? How fake news. Who woke up this morning and said, I think I'll get online now and kill, I'll set up a fake Faber account and kill off Ishiguro? And why him? There seems to be some skullduggery happening in the world of publishing, though, in, in general, about fraudulence and accounts and give us your scripts and it's all. It's You couldn't write it, etc., etc. Speaking of which, you know, we spoke to Dolly Parton and James Patterson recently. Uh, their film is going to be, their book is going to be made into a film, courtesy of Reese Witherspoon. She's a smart cookie and um, 
she knows uh, she, she's great for the for books and reading and picks great books for people and says, okay, let's make them into TV series and movies and all that kind of thing, which is really, really, really helpful and impressive. I think they find her to be extremely impressive. And the Taliban have announced a clear sign that girls will be allowed to return to school, which is, can only be a good thing. And that's from journal.ie. And then uh, Hugh Grant dismisses Doctor Who rumours. Hugh Grant has been talked about as possible Doctor Who material, but he said, no, it's not going to happen. Don't know where the rumours come from, which is a pity because I would have thought he'd make a very good Doctor Who indeed. 960, it's a beautiful day outside. I'm not sure why this song is in my mind, but it just felt about right. Because I'm still in love with you I want to see you dance again Because I'm still in love with you On Miss Carter's Moon Sweet song, isn't it? Uh, Neil Young and Harvest Harvest Moon, says the text, is one of those songs that pulls at my heartstrings. I tr- I'm transported back to a bed sit in 1986, happy, away from my parents, trying out life. And now, 53, in a suburban kitchen, the outside looks middle-aged, the inside the same. But thanks for the moment. It, it is, it's a beautiful tune and uh, not 100% sure why I played it, but I, I just felt Tuesday, the world we live in, nice and calm, nice and easy. Delighted to uh, issue Guru's Not Brown Bread. Thanks for letting us know. You're welcome. We'll keep you posted on all those. Uh, living and dying in the world of um, in the literary world, um, especially if it's fake fake news. Ukrainians becoming the largest foreign group in Ireland, says Bob. Educated and motivated, giving us a great boost. Well, I hope they're okay. Is the most important thing, safe and uh, minded. When I look at the devastation of Mariupol, says Cormac, I googled things to do in Mariupol, and it really brings home the destruction that has been caused when you look at what. A few weeks ago was perfectly intact and waiting for tourists. Yeah, well, there's truth in that. And, you know, these people, um, I say these people are our new friends. Um, most of them were, seem to be saying anytime. Actually, not, not most of them. All of the ones I've been talking to on the Late Late Show and watching on the news are saying, yeah, we're delighted to be here, but we can't wait to go home. And that's their, it seems to be their philosophy uh, at the moment, I've seen, oh gosh, I've seen some reports in houses with 10 people in them and uh, just just needs must. That's the truth of the matter. OK, 51551 is the text number. We've got a guest for you coming up after this. The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1. 9.36, uh, all that talk of Galway uh, has me... Only dying to go west again. Uh, Emer says, you made my day by playing Neil Young's Harvest Moon. My dad had me requested every year for their wedding anniversary on Ronan Collins' radio show. And he and my mother would sit and wait for it to be played. And sadly, dad died suddenly. Oh, I'm sorry, two weeks ago today. So when I heard the song, it made me both happy and sad. I'm sorry to hear that, Emer. Condolences to you and your family. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you, you had that moment, though, because music will, like uh, Proust's Madeleines, it can... Uh, bring you exactly where you want to be and sometimes where you don't want to be, let's be honest, but hopefully for the most part where you want to be and have those happy, sad moments. So I'm wishing you well today. Uh, great song. this one. You really liked Harvest Moon. It's funny, isn't it? Um, but there's another one from Sheila O'Brien and beautiful Galway. 
uh, Harvestman, uh, just to welcome the lovely people of Ukraine to Ireland. Uh, they have a beautiful country to return to in time. And God grant that they, the world will pray that Mr. Putin will release, realize that uh, Ukraine belongs to Ukraine and people and Russia belongs to Russian people. We're a wonderful country full of giving. So that's the way to be. It's true. Although I was un- unnerved a little when I heard uh, President Biden talk about uh, chemical weapons because everything President Biden has said would happen, uh, has happened uh, when it comes to this war. And with the grace of God, he's wrong on this one uh, because that's, uh, there's only so much we can fathom as a, as a, as a, as a, as a species and as a generation. Fair play to that lady, meanwhile. I can't swim and I've taken numerous lessons over the years as a text, but to no avail. I don't have a fear of water. I go to aqua aerobic classes, but I can't put my head in the water. I've always been told it's possible, it's not possible to swim without putting the head in the water. So I know I'll never learn to swim. Well, you heard what she did. Get the YouTube, learn the lessons, and you can. Everything, everything is possible. As if we needed reminding by his tastes as a text, Putin isn't doing this in the name of socialism any more than Hitler did. Socialism is the dream of Connolly, and it's what makes Finland the best place to live. This is not that. And could you dedicate the Neil Young song to Breda from Sean, 47 years married today? Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Happy to retrospectively do that. More, more. A lot of people still think Ishiguro's dead and they're tweeting like mad saying, so sorry to hear about it. He's not dead. It was fake news. Fake news. He's alive. Um, glad to hear he's not dead, says MG. Uh, have you read Clara and the Sun? I haven't. I have it, but I haven't read it because I've heard it's really good. And I've heard it's really bad. So with that in mind, I'm just in two minds. You would probably like it, says this person. I remember reading Never Let Me Go when it was recommended for teenagers. And I thought it was really disturbing. But of course, they thought it was fine. I oh, I wouldn't have thought it was necessarily a book for teenagers. But I just loved it. film wasn't great. Um, but weirdly, Remains of the Day is one of my top three films of all time. Anthony Hopkins, Emma Thompson... Merchant Ivory production. It is like watching the most exquisite painting come to life for two hours. Treat yourselves. And if you don't like it, I'm afraid we're going to have to fall out. And if you love it, climb aboard. The bus. The HSS Nerdatonia. Okay, 22.10. And after Neil Young, I think we just kind of keep that vibe going a little bit. I'm an ordinary man. Nothing special, nothing grand. I've had to work for everything I own Oh well I never asked for a lot I was happy with what I got Enough to keep my family and my home Now they say the times are hard And they've handed me my cards yeah, well, that's the uh, inimitable Christy Moore, an ordinary man. It, it, you know, I was listening to the words to that song quite intently uh, as it was being played out, thinking, well, what a desperately sad song, quite an, an angry song too, and um, of its time in some ways, but yet echoing, chiming, no doubt, for a lot of people today. Uh, and strangely, not strangely at all, actually, that's, good things last the test of time, and Christy's audiences are getting younger. And when you go to a Christy Moore gig, you'll find that You'll see your your sons and nephews and daughters and nieces there as as well as as uh, the older heads knocking around the place because he just is a timeless uh, classic. That's the way it is. Uh, now, text five one five five one. I did the tour of remains. The remains of the day house. Oh, I'd love that. Well worth a visit. Anthony Hopkins at his best. Even the music is top class. Well said, Dave and Lockray and Jacqueline and 
Union Hall says, remains of the day. I'm with you all the way on that one. Yeah, well, we're all agreed on that, which is good news. Fine film. Tex says, I'm sitting here in an office of dejected, angry and really decent people who call who can work from home, but with management making us all come in several days per week, even though we are stretched emotionally, mentally and now financially, have to unnecessarily travel to do a job we can do at home. Um, made feel like them and us and listening to Christy Moore's Ordinary Man really hit home as that is how we feel. Keep safe. Well, there you are. That That is, uh, I'm not surprised having listened closely to the lyrics there this morning uh, that, that that would uh, resonate with you. But uh, in a happier story, there's a bunch of people on a tour of the ancient east in our motor home and they're listening this morning from Galway Beachwear to Christy Moore. Thank you. Well, thank you. Expert language tutor. Have fun. Safe travels then. Don't be killing each other now. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening in this morning. Claire Byrne standing by. Stay tuned for her. You look after yourselves. We'll see you tomorrow. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player.